What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, y'all? I didn't really do nothing today. Uh, my dog's been having, like, problems with her paws. So I had to, like, soak her feet in apple cider vinegar. Dogs are, like, so much work, y'all. But she doing good. I mean... I can't stand paw licking and it's like all these remedies and y'all know apple cider vinegar is like the remedy for everything so I did that I spent my day doctoring on her I mean she's fine she's still fat and eating everything um other than that I didn't oh and I just played video games with my husband today that was fun Call of Duty has downloaded some new maps for all you gamers out there but other than that I really did not do too much today at all um the news is kind of disgusting today there was this uh soccer coach let me see if i can just play the the video because i don't even feel like saying it because it it was just so disgusting if i can find it every time i want to play a video then it's gone all of a sudden of course let's see here but there was a soccer coach in Tennessee. His name is, uh, he's been arrested for drugging and raping and filming boys ages 9 to 17 for the past 20 years. He got caught because he forgot his phone in a restaurant and employees went through the phone to figure out who the owner was. His name is Camilo Hurtado Campos. Um, people like that to me should get the death penalty because like who knows how many victims he actually has and just imagine like being somebody that works at a restaurant and like you try to figure out who somebody's phone is and then you see some craziness like that like that is just absolutely just crazy to me um What else is going on? I know Biden's on a tour visiting places. A volcano erupts in Iceland after weeks of earthquakes. Sixteen-year-old loses at Wimbledon after controversially being docked a point for throwing her racket. U.S. Air Force is suspending personnel moves and bonuses due to funding shortfall. Yeah. Shocker. Wayfair just announced its own 72-hour Prime Day sale. Y'all know Wayfair. They got that sketchy stuff going on. Allegedly. Aretha Franklin's family is still fighting over her estate. They say DeSantis is still struggling at the poll. That Larry Nasser, the ex-USA gymnastic doctor who allegedly abused girls for decades, was stabbed 10 times in prison. I mean, he survived, but Larry is not having a good time in the pokey. 
you literally got poked in the pokey yeah dude that um soccer coach thing was just really disgusting You know, you trust these people to look after your kids, and this is what be happening, man. They say Twitter traffic is plummeting as users flock to competitors' threads. I do not have the energy for threads. I'm not going to say I'm never going over there, but I just don't have the energy. I think they'll just end up merging anyway. So Jamie Foxx now is playing Top Golf. Y'all really, I don't know, y'all. Let's see what the comments are saying. Is everybody still saying clone? Everybody's still saying he's a bot. <laughs> I don't know. It would be weird. Like, if I didn't see my father or somebody that was famous for months, I would definitely be looking at him sideways. So, this former Amazon manager got sentenced for stealing nearly $10 million and used the funds to purchase a home and a Lamborghini girl. You could have got away with it, sis, if you would not have did all that man I mean shoot she was using her position as a manager at the Amazon warehouse to submit fake invoices for fake vendors as well as using her supervisory position to approve both new vendors payments and others she also was called also called the leader of this scheme and accused of giving fake vendor information to annoying subordinates who put the information into Amazon vendor system I mean she had a good little plan but she just went a little too crazy with her spending I just be like how much how smart I mean how much was you trying to get out of the system is my question So there's a creator of new star studded comedy series called The Urbans and they clarify that they have a no weave policy that caused a frenzy claims no weed policy instead. So it was a no weed policy not a no weave policy. Okay. Another actor in LA, Damon Idris, LA home burglarized. I just like for all the money these actors and people make. How is y'all home still getting broken into like that? McDonald's is now offering a catering service for weddings. How are y'all going to keep that food hot is my question. Yeah. Interesting. Let's see what else we got here.
Um, really nothing else, y'all, as far as celebrity news. Still, still talk of the whole Jamie clone thing. Let's see what Redditors are talking about. They always have some interesting things. One day I'm going to get my own list of questions, but right now I just read others see with the men they're up first what would your expectations be from your wife if she was staying at home not employed keep the kids alive my wife is a stay home mom and my expectations of her are just basic feed the baby keep the house somewhat clean and go grocery shopping not the grocery shopping Food made, house clean, shopping done, laundry done. I did this when she was working and I was home. You're part of a team. Do your part to make the team win. And if someone is working for money, you better be working too. Whoa, not you better be. I mean, I get that. Um, If I was a stay-at-home mother or whatever. But, I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine that life because I've never stayed at home but interesting what trait would make you grossed out by a woman no matter how physically attractive she was lying how do you know she's lying pettiness people who get big mad at tiny transgressions and then go out of their way to exact retribution Men's idea of women being petty is crack is funny to me because the stuff y'all swear be petty about be actual serious things. Lack of empathy if you can't put yourself in other people's shoes or treat them with a basic level of def- decency, you should then I want nothing to do with you. If I'm trying to date and she doesn't reciprocate the effort, I put it into her, then it's a huge no. Cool. You guys are funny. Let's go on from these men folk. What's the dumbest way someone has died that you heard about? Definitely that dude jumping off that boat with them sharks. It's like, dude, what was you thinking? Somebody said the first man to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel and survive later died due to complications from slipping on a banana peel. (laughs) Wow. Got a classmate, died when he turned 22. He was on a balcony with some mates drinking. Thought he could do a backflip and hang on the rails like an action movie. He missed and fell head first. Since we're fresh off the 4th of July, I said the guy that tried to shoot an effing mortar off his head for laughs. He didn't have a head left after that. My friend's cousin, him and his friend were bored one day, so they decided to have a gunfight. He got shot in the head. They were 16. I know that I've been in a lot of situations where I should have died, but I didn't. And I thank God for that. Because I don't, I don't take it for granted. And I've done... Most of the things I've almost died on are really dumb things instead of things that I was intentionally doing. Like, um, what is that? glide like the paragliding I mean I can't even think of it and 
jumping in the, off water and things into water. I didn't die from those, but it's always something really silly that I did. Somebody said, I'm unable to feel romantic connection to people in real life. How do I fix this? Therapy. Therapy. Somebody said, you may be well aromantic or asexual. Maybe worth Googling. No, go to therapy. Somebody said, well, for starters, you're only 22 and how you see yourself has clearly been affected by what you felt in the past. My first thought would be that you just need some time to let this new self-confidence permeate your dating life. My second thought is it's a lot easier to have a celebrity crush because they're unattainable. We talk about making a transition. So, yeah, this is coming from a 22-year-old who clearly hasn't really experienced life yet. And so, their only crushes for celebrities, so therapy or live a little longer have you ever been with a needy partner yes and I'm, I mean I'm a nurturer by nature but if people are just needy and whiny especially when I have kids it's not gonna work somebody say yes it was miserable Oh God, yes, it was horrible. He spammed me with what he's doing and who he's with 24-7. And then the whining. <laughs> Seriously, there's nothing wrong with venting and crying. But if my partner asks how I'd feel, I just, it's okay to say that sucks. And then fall into an hour-long rant about his own misery. Yeah, some people, like, some people are just miserable. And some people just get with you because they want you to fix them. And guess what? They also need therapy let's get into the story times if you don't mind let's see here love is absolutely the way to go dear lord i come before you humbly today uh, so let me start this over because this was funny this girl said that you should pray before making love and people made so many jokes about it and I thought that was pretty funny so let me start it over because it's, it was actually really hilarious praying before you make love is absolutely the way to go Father God I come before you asking that you bless this creature that we're about to receive Father bless the hands and the hearts that have prepared it Father may it be used for nourishment of our body and the life that we get from it be used to glorify your kingdom thank you praying before you make love is absolutely the way to go dear Lord I come before you humbly today, uh, knee bent and body bowed. God, just to tell you thank you for this act of worship. And Lord, as I get ready to enter raging waters, Father, I ask that you would gird me and screen me, Jesus. Uh, God, I'm reminded of your word that says thy word have I hid in my heart. With the wood that's hard in my pants that I might not disappoint. God, I want to give you glory and honor. Oh, God, for the shaking and the shifting that's going to happen in my bed frame. God, thank you, hallelujah, for what swing in the front and for what clap in the back. 
And Father, we come against every heartache. And we come against every headache. And God, we thank you for a tool that can counsel every toothache. God, help me, Jesus, to finish this race, God. And Lord, help me not to finish it too fast. But let me, God, last long and be strong. God, I want to tell you thank you as I get ready to lay in prostrate into their bosom, God, and have lip service. God, as I begin to go down under, I ask that you would, God, allow the glory to smother my face. Hallelujah, that the goodness of God would sit on me until there is overflow. In your darling son Jesus' name, Amen. He is going to hell. <laughs> like now, I hope the I hope that these these prayers aren't stuck in my head when I'm trying to actually do a real prayer. Cause y'all going to hell for that. But the way he used them scriptures, mm-mm, that was wrong. Yes, your smart TV is spying on you. This is how you stop it. Go to home and find your settings. Then you want to scroll down to privacy. Because I don't know about you, but my TV faces my bed, so that is private. Go over to advertising, and you want to click on personalizing ads. Because this setting is designed to personalize ads that are tailored to you. But in order to tailor it to you, they have to track you and see exactly what it is that you like. So uncheck that. Go back and go down to voice. Go over to microphone, and you want to uncheck this. It tells you right here that a third party will access your microphone for your TV. Uncheck that. Then head on back to the smart TV experience. This is the kicker. Uncheck this because it's telling you that it's using your content from your TV's antenna and all of your connected devices to suggest streaming content and personalized ads. Uh Uh-uh. What? Listen, Roku shares your information for ad and measurement purposes. No. Uncheck that. There you go. You just dumbed down your TV. You're welcome. That stuff be getting on my nerves too, man. I hate when I'm like, and I'm going to do this. I, I mean, I try to do this with my phone as well because I hate when I'm talking about something or looking at something then I see it in my feed on my social media. Oh my gosh, that drives me crazy. If you have not watched part one, go ahead, go, go read it. Hold on, let me get part one for y'all, because I don't want to mess this up. You live in Texas. Are you single? Do you live in Dallas in particular? If so, this is a beware story time for you. I'm going to try to make this quick because it can, I really just want it to be too far. So, boom, I'm at Parliament. You live in Dallas. You know what it is. It's an all-day happy hour spot. A lot of people go there. If you don't know, check it out. Parliament. So, my best friend's in town, and then I'm with my pro. We go to Parliament on that Monday. It's a Monday, like two weeks ago. We're chilling. We're vibing. We're drinking. The, drink, the drinks are cheap, and they are strong. Okay, baby? One guy had been eyeballing our table. It looked like he was trying to get on with somebody, but he really just wanted our table. Another guy came up. 
just trying to like network, chop it up. A lot of men are just kind of like staring, introducing themselves, etc., etc. He had like he wanted to promote a uh, art show. Boom! I see this guy at the bar. He gets this dope little shot that comes in like a treasure chest. So I'm like, oh, that's super super cool. Moments later, I say, hey, cowboy. He has on a cowboy hat. So he turns around immediately. Hadn't seen him, never seen his face, nothing. When I'm tipsy, I like to talk. So I mean, he's right there, like right in front of me. If you're in a parliament, you know it's tiny as hell. So boom, he gets introducing himself and so forth and so on. Um, we're all going around the table. I don't even think we said our names. I don't recall saying names. We end up talking about like just where we're from. Um, he kind of, then he kind of dives into like relationships. Like he starts talking about how he's 40, he's single, no kids. Um, he gets to listen off all his accolades, how he's got eight degrees, he's an attorney, he's a chef, he's a this, he's a draft of all trades, baby. At one point, he ends up saying, like, oh, follow my my cooking page, like, I I, I cook, or something like that, I can't remember, so we all follow it. Because, you know, we all network, we black people, we all network. We're all going around the table, just kind of talking about, like, how dating's been. My pro, she's already in a relationship, so it's kind of more so me and my best friend kind of just talking about, like, dating. He's, we get to talk about, like, Dallas in particular, and just dating overall. We're kind of just listing, like, things that we know that we don't like, like, kind of trends that we don't care for, things that we want in a partner, etc., etc., like, kind of going down a list about like what we like what we don't like things we could change whatever whole time dude is talking about i'm the cream of the crop you know i've got eight degrees i'm an attorney i'm a, I'm a unicorn i'm a unicorn like nobody you can't can't nobody i'm a full-grown man like da, 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 da. like kind of talking about how women are missing out on him so you know we're kind of like talking each of us are kind of expressing things we could change so it gets to his turn right so i'm like you know you keep listing like all these great things about yourself but like maybe it could come off as a little bit arrogant you know what i'm saying baby when i say this man i flipped a switch on this man next thing you know i was 400 pounds i was ugly i was well no he never called me ugly <laughs> he never said that i was fat i i needed to get on a treadmill i nobody wants me he automatically was like i like light-skinned girls any mind you we weren't it was an open conversation nobody was talking about getting on with anybody it turns into a whole scene y'all everybody's looking like i'm talking it gets out of control i tell him he needs to immediately see jesus and a therapist why two days ago i found an email from this man just go ahead like the part two all right let's go to part two if you have not watched part one go ahead go go run it go go watch it right now right now because it's gonna make more sense when you go watch part one but let's get into this email starting with the header tables review last night by management this man was standing above me going like this you're fat you're this nobody would ever want you i want a light-skinned girl i would never talk to anyone that looks like you i would never approach you da, 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 da. you don't know a real ninja when you see one you better act like you know da, 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 like standing above me i'm sitting down calm cool collected i never once raised my voice y'all take the time to read just take the time to read the only thing i responded to when he was like standing above me while i'm sitting down with the girls like we are sitting down and he's standing above me mind you he's only about five foot <laughs> like he's got short man syndrome stocky cocky meatball type of ninja like that's that that was the vibes Okay, I'm being dramatic. He might have been like 5'7", at best. But long story short, when he was saying I was 400 pounds, I was like, yeah, I'm 400 pounds. Like, I'm just like laughing it off. But I never like matched his energy. I never stood up. I never raised my voice. And that really irked his soul, y'all. He's like, nobody would ever want you. I'm like, yeah, nobody would ever want me. So I'm just like, kind of just, it was all hysterical to me. But let's get into the, let's make things clear. A full grown man. Yeah, questionable. If you want to get petty, but I won't, I don't know about no full grown man, maybe half a grown man, to yo my name. 
I don't know your name. I said cowboy. You turned around immediately. You wanted to be a cowboy, babe, because I still don't know your name. Wouldn't even speak to me casually. You had a full-blown, mm, 45-minute conversation with us, baby. 45 minutes. And if you watch part one, just like how I said, multiple men were coming up to the table. One man came up to the table and, like, interjected. He was pissed, y'all. Three, I never listed my scholastics. You found me on LinkedIn. Once you know my name, it's pretty easy because I have my name on social media, and now it's easy to find everything else because, remember, I told y'all, we exchanged his little food page, which I will insert in the end because I'm educated and I got a little bit of money. Thank you for letting me know my scholastics and that I got a little bit of money. No high-value man would want me. Hmm, that's really interesting. And then for a vibe, <laughs> please, it's hysterical to me. You have no choice but to have self-love. Baby, you are just sad that you have zero self-love for yourself. And this is why your reaction is the way that it is, which is why you need help. Lastly, this threat and telling me that I need to lose the attitude, y'all, I was so calm. People were coming up to me, like, saying, like, I'm so happy you kept your composure. Like, I respect you. You're a beautiful woman. You should have never even had to even respond to him in any way, shape, or form because of how he was acting. People were scared he was going to do something to me. Damn, I'm have knots in my head if I'm in deep elbow. I'm like, sir, what? Are you going to send some girls to come beat me up? Like, what are you talking about? Goodbye, a treadmill at the end, just to, just to close it off. Sir. <laughs> Sir, why inform me since you got a job, you the jack of all trades. So this is the page, y'all. I had to unblock him just so I could show y'all this. But if you meet a man that's 40, no kids, that's short and stocky, black, and arrogant, this is him. Please beware because there's no telling what he, I feel like he beats women. Like, all jokes aside, please be safe out here in the street. She went in on him with presentation and everything. Dallas ladies, beware. In 2012 and 2013, I was going to go visit my father for the summer. You know, I was excited to go and, you know, spend time with him because I hadn't had my dad around. He had asked me um, had I had a boyfriend before and had I ever kissed somebody before. And I had told him, like, no, dad, like, but, like, for the rest of the summer, like, he kept trying to progress how he was trying to do different things he just did what he wanted and made me just do what he wanted me to do doing that to me the whole summer and then in july i missed my period he was like you need to have an abortion all i know is i woke up in the recovery room crying because I was in so much pain. I was in so much pain. I missed like five, four days from school. I'm so sad and sick. Ask and he shall receive. <laughs> so I matched with this man on Tinder. We were both confused because he was like, I live all the way in Louisiana. You live all the way in Oklahoma. Like, how do we match? And I was like, I don't know. And then he goes, oh, well, I was in Texas at one point. So we probably matched because I was in Texas. So I was like, oh, okay. Cool. So we exchanged numbers. We started talking. He with that Cajun accent, baby. I was <laughs> dripping at the knees, bitch. A couple of weeks go by, and he's like, hey, I bet you won't come out here and see me. And I was like, who won't? Because, baby, one thing I will do is drive. I drive eight hours to go to Louisiana. Now, keep in mind, for people that are just now tuning in, this man is a felon. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a car. He's living with his mother at this point. I go and pick him up from his mom's house. I check into a hotel that I paid, I want to say, like, $200 a night for. It was a nice hotel. It was the LaBerge in Lake Charles. And it had a casino, hot tub, like, all kinds. It was a nice-ass hotel. We were staying there on my time, bitch. But, well, when I think about it, I just cringe inside. At this point in my life, I was going through a divorce. I was, I was just 
mentally drained. I had sent my baby away to live with my mama because I was going through so much. I needed comfort, okay? So we've grown since then. Circling back, I pick him up from his mom's house. We check into the hotel. We start getting hot and heavy as soon as we get there, man. Mans didn't even let me get in the room good enough before he was like, take off your damn pants. It's important to note that at this point, I had very limited experience with the kinky side of things. He opened me up to a whole new world that I just did not know that I would like. So we getting hot and heavy. This man slaps me across the face. I look at him, he looks at me. We looking at each other. And I'm like, do it again. <laughs> From that point on, everything that we did together was crazy deranged and out of pocket. So I'm hooked, bitch. Have you ever heard a Cajun man whisper in your ear while he deep inside of you grabbing you by your throat? Ma'am, it is not for the weak and I was weak. So we get up from doing what we did. We go and get something to eat. I'm letting him drive me around in my car. And then he informs me as we're driving that he does not like being seen in the color blue. And I was like, what do you mean you don't like being seen in the color blue? Like, I don't understand. He then informs me that he's a part of a gang. If you don't like blue, you know what color he like. I'm not going to elaborate. And then he pulls out of his bag a firearm. So let's just, let's just take everything into perspective. He's a felon. No job, no car, no license. He's driving my car and he has an unregistered firearm on him. Bitch, at this point, I'm not scared. I'm having the time of my life. I'm like, yes, I'm out of town. Fuck it, what's up? I'm having so much fun, bitch. I'm over here in the passenger seat of my car with this man. That's like, I'ma protect us. I'm just like, I done found me a hood wigger. Like, I love this. So I end up meeting his mama, right? I stay there at his mama's house for an additional three days. She's talking to me and she's like, yeah, he just needs someone to love and you seem like the perfect girl for him and he just he just needs someone to love him past his pain. And I was the fix-it girly. I was like, I'm gonna fix this man. I'm gonna show this man that he can love again. Girl, oh. I finally go back home and we're still talking at this point. And then he kind of started to switch up. You know, he wasn't talking to me much. He wasn't being consistent. And so basically one night I got drunk and I ended things with him and... It, <laughs> Probably the best decision I made throughout that entire time. But I was hurt, bitch. Oh my God, I was hurt. I wanted that man so bad. And we've grown since then. This was like two, three years ago. Like we've definitely grown a lot since then. But yeah, to say that I did not enjoy myself, oh my God, would be a lie. Because I had the time of my life, child. I was, I was so mesmerized. Damn near in love. But who, baby? Mm. Y'all gotta, gotta be careful with them spicy whites, I swear to God. Listen, somebody was praying for her because he could have, this girl, she had a, she had a good week. I mean, <laughs> that story was all over the place, but I'm glad that she got out of it and she can laugh about it because some people is married to them crazy people, aka I've done that craziness before. Uh, Yeah. You can't fix everybody, sis. Hello, dear. You all right? It's a little tough tonight, right? I know. Listen, um, you having a tough time because you're so focused on the way things used to be. I know things used to be a certain way, but they're not anymore. And you're going to have to get used to focusing on what is right now and what is to come. Yeah, right now it might not feel like you thought it would and it don't feel like it used to feel. But something greater is on the way. But you can't keep focusing on the past. Those things are gone. Okay? You're not even the same person you once were. The season that you're thinking about, 
times you keep focusing on, that ain't even you no more. You weren't you. You've grown past that person. So you can't keep focusing on the past. You got to get present on what is. And then start focusing on what is to come. It's going to be all right. But you deserve new things. God is doing something new inside of you. And sometimes, yeah, it's uncomfortable. But honey, that's what growth is. Sometimes we have growing pains. But something new is being formed inside of you. And the old things don't do you no good no more. So you got to be all right with letting go. Sometimes that right there is the hardest thing is to let go of what was and embrace what is and what's to come. But you can do that. And you deserve that. You're worthy of all the new things that are coming your way. All right? Stay focused on you right now and on you to come. Good things are coming. Okay? That's it. I love you. All right? And I want you to go about your business. I want you to have the most amazing night, honey. And tomorrow, I want you to have a good day. But even if you can't have a good one, don't you dare go messing up nobody else's him. It's going to be all right. I love you. I love Mason Tabitha Brown and I just wanted to end this on that because everything she said is right you guys deserve good things new things and growing pains yes they hurt but that what's coming on the other side is everything that we've worked for and we deserve and we have to affirm ourselves in those things and we have to remind ourselves who we are and whose we are we are God's children so we are going to be all we gonna be all right so just wanted to end on some encouragement and I saw that and I said, let me add this because there's so much murder mayhem and you know we started out praying before you make love and we ended with praying for love listen I did it I gave you a good gumbo tonight you guys stay safe and yeah tomorrow's gonna be great because you're gonna be in it is it in yet it's signing off toodles